We are right. It's hit the fan. So let's dive in and talk about Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. Woo! I came screeching back to the headquarters. I was going to make it to the bunker. Didn't even make it to the bunker, but here I am in Studio B. And it is Thursday, and it's a thoroughly SHTF'd Thursday at that. I hope you are prepared, folks. I've got some, I got some news to talk about because, you know, we don't care about the news. What we care about is how we think about the news. It's important. I'm not just reading news headlines like some jackass at a desk or some fucking clown on his couch holding up pieces of paper or shit he printed. I go way, way past that. I talk to Uman. I talk to, well, everybody, it seems like, <laughs> and get opinions all day long. I get stuff sent to me all day long, so I want to thank all of you. You know who you are. All right. So many people just want to remain anonymous. Anonymous, but I've got the stories you sent me. We're going to talk about them as well as, well, a personal altercation. That's right, folks. Someone wanted to interact with the prepared mind today and it almost got stupid. So let's dive right in. We've got Uman at the controls. We've got Jolene at the controls. We have a full cadre of people ready to talk to you about what is happening. So if you've got a question, get it down below. Jolene will get it into the, the mix. Uman will get it in the mix. And for all you trolls, you can suck it because Uman's got a big blue wrench and he'll beat you about the head with it. This is a place to talk about what's happening nicely. I mean, I may get a little, uh, you could say ostentatious, right? I may get a little verbose, but that's my job as host. You guys bring the content I bring the color. All right. And yes, folks, uh, pale ghostly white is a color, no, believe it or not. All right. Uh, where do we want to start? Let's start with my monologue, shall we? America, the world, is figuring out what the hell is happening, and they don't like what they're seeing. You take away their creature comforts, and they wake up. They're like, hey, 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 who just red-pilled me? I was sleeping on the couch. And now you've fucked me up with high gas prices, high food prices, baby food shortages, invasion from Mexico, war over there, threats of nuclear war, what? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, uh, in the Bronx, folks, that veritable, shall we say, hardcore New York area, Bronx and Queen voters decided they would confront AOC. Now, AOC, that sure sounds cool, but no, no, she's not cool. She is basically the titular leader of the Jihad Squad. She's a big mouth socialist from the Bronx, right? She's a bartender, and I love bartender folks, some of my favorite people, but when they're a bunch of screaming liberal socialists, 
uh, especially when they have the mandibles to eat an apple through a picket fence. I don't particularly care for them. Remember, this is the lying lady who stood at a chain link fence in all white and pretended to cry for the children when there were no children anywhere near her. She was just doing a fucking pose to pretend like she cared about children. They're liars, folks. They're the ones who are hypocrites. And they're idiots. And people are calling them out on it. So AOC tried having a town hall meeting. And she sat on the edge of a stage, kind of like Kermit the Frog sits on the edge of a stage and talked to the audience like, like, I'm one of you. Well, the people have had enough of it and they're screaming her down. They flick the lights on and off. They're fed up and they're into their fucking ropes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And one constituent stood up and screamed, there are only two fucking genders. Now, again, for anyone who says I'm a radical, I don't go to town hall meetings and scream foul language, obscenities, curse words at, well, uh, incumbents or wannabe politicians. I don't do that. I am a very polite person who likes to articulate a position. And occasionally a foulness will slip from my lips. But hey, that's what makes me so much fun. Anyways, yeah, they're screaming AOC down. And I'll tell you what, AOC deserves nothing better than that. In fact, I think that's too good for her. I don't think AOC deserves any respect. I mean, really, what has she done to earn, to deserve any respect from anyone? Seriously. Oh, she served a cold beer once? You know, give me a fucking break. Right? The people have had it. The school boards are being taken over by people who have had it. That is to say, Americans, parents, who have had enough of this bullshit from the woke side of the world. Well, in North Carolina, folks, today, a school board voted. They said, look, we're not going to play this stupid game anymore. And that's a paraphrase, right? Basically, they voted to forfeit all uh, volleyball games against a school that has a transgender player. Was it because it's a guy who says he's a girl? Did the guy not have his little hair twisted in piggy tails enough? No, 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 folks. The vote came after a female volleyball player, a real female volleyball player, at Hiwassi Dam High School was, quote, forcefully struck and injured, folks, when a transgender player spiked her in the head with the ball. Now, that came uh, from a local radio station, WLOS, <laughs> the, the, the W loss. Yeah, yeah. See, um, when guys compete against girls in sports, even non-contact sports become contact sports. America has had enough of the stupidity. I know I have. I know I have. Yeah, there are two genders, only two. You either have a penis or a vagina. And if you don't have either, then you are what's called a medical anomaly, a mystery. You're not to be accepted as, uh, uh, I don't know, normal. Now, I want anyone that to, to understand that if someone were to be born with without a gender or maybe both genders, a hermaphrodite, I understand. You now have a lifelong issue to deal with. But I don't think it's an issue the rest of the fucking world should have to deal with. And then everyone who wants to be that person who everyone else has to deal with, we shouldn't have to. All right.
I don't want to digress too much down that road. Now, folks, it is on. It truly is on. Get this. More than half the people registered to it to attend, to go to, to enjoy a Trump rally. More than half of them are first-time attendees. What does that tell you? I'll let you think about that for a moment. If more than half of the people are the first time ever going to a political rally. Tick-tock, tick-tock, time's up. It means people are pissed. They want the problems fixed. They want their country restored. They want their constitution respected. They want their rights acknowledged and they want government to get in its place as the servant. They're so pissed that they're now willing to go and attend a political rally where they never had before. In other words, ultra mega is growing. I, folks, me, this guy right here, you, we're not radicals. It's time to throw off that bullshit stigma that they put all over us, right? Like they sprayed us with... Uh, with uh, fluorescent paint so everyone can see, oh, that's one of those crazy, crazy Americans that loves freedom. Folks, there's nothing crazy about you. Not a bit. Now, more than half of the people are first-time attendees, folks. What is this called? In the world of political science, <laughs> which is probably more science than the science fiction coming out of Dr. Fauci's mouth, you know, Dr. Fauci, this guy, Mr. Juice Booster, the booster rooster himself. Yeah, 99 out of 100 Americans refused to drink his crap. Oh, but don't worry. The CDC voted unanimously multiple times to make kids get the Jim Jones juice and the boosters and all that crap in their vaccination regimen. It's time to stand up and tell them go fuck themselves. We're not putting that shit in us. Now, back to Ultra MAGA. Back to people attending Trump rallies. It's populism, folks. Populism. Now, if the world had been just disgusted with freedom and liberty and being able to do what you want and, and have good food and have a good life and have an own property and not be screwed with by the government and be free to do what they want, if people got sick with that, right? And they said, no, no, we, we want socialism. We want to be told to shut up. We want to be told there's no options. We want to be told you don't get to have a car or go on vacation or live a decent life. We want to be told that you can't have the medical coverage you need. Yeah, we've had it with all that good shit. We want to be treated like peons, serfs, and pieces of shit who are owned by the state, basically slaves on their plantation. <laughs> right? If people wanted that, then, then socialism would be the party of populism. But it's not, folks. America first? Hmm. Uh, make America great again? Hmm. Yeah, that seems to be resonating with the people, right? But those ideas, those are evil? Really? Oh, so say the Democrats. So says the mainstream media asshole bunch. So says 90 pants, <laughs> Nancy pants, 90 proof. Right? So does jackass Joe. So does the FBI and the Attorney General. So does the military at the Pentagon and the Department of Defense. They're all for the fuck you crowd. America? No, not so much. You make America great again? Enemies of America? Hardly. Hardly. Uh, to support America and freedom is to love our country. 
to love our Constitution, to love the Founding Fathers, and old-school, hardcore, military ass-kickers. That's what Make America Great Again is all about. Jackass Joe tried calling uh, Ultra MAGA. He tried saying, we, us, me and you, and America in, in general. If you love your country, then you're Ultra MAGA. Uh, and he did that in a pussified effort to make everyone who loves America sound like a white supremacist or a Nazi or ultra evil. Folks, understand this. We, you and I here on the Prepared Mind channel, we are not the bad guys. We're the good guys. We always have been. We're just ahead of the curve. The people of America have absolutely rejected the hatred of America, and they are now joining the populist movement under Trump. They're switching over to the Republican Party. Independents are going to the Republican Party. Uh, old blue, uh, blue dog Democrats are becoming Republican because they're like, you know, the things they're saying is kind of what I used to believe back in 1980. <laughs> yeah, you dumbass. Why did you keep voting that way? Anyways, <clears throat> they're endorsing freedom, the American people are, and free speech and the Second Amendment. And we're all feeling it. The pressure from the FBI, the IRS, the Bureau of Alcohol and Tobacco and Firearms and, and whatever else they are a bureau of. People are feeling the pressure and the hatred from government. And they're saying, hey, hey, hey. Right there, stop. It is time for the Second Amendment to be understood fully for what it is all about. It's not about duck hunting. It's not about deer hunting. It's about freedom. Now, folks, you and I have been predicting SHTF. Shit hitting the fan. We've talked about SHTF light, which means things are all wonky. Things are way off, but it's not Mad Max in the streets. Well, <clears throat> I want to share with you a little personal story that happened with me today. <clears throat> okay, so I went to a gas station because I needed some air in one of my tires. And uh, I pulled in, right? And there was a air pump and a car next to it getting some air. And I pulled into the space next to that. I just drove right into the open space. And I thought, when that guy pulls out, I'll grab that hose and I'll fill that tire and I'll be on my way. Well, apparently, there was a little line of cars at this very busy gas station. And I thought, well, they're waiting for something. They're parking. They're enjoying a fucking sandwich. I don't know. Is it my job to ask everyone who's parked in their car what the fuck they're doing, where they're going, what's next, what is their intention so <laughs> I get out, right? I, I wait for the person to finish with their tires and I grab the arrows and I stretch it over to my vehicle and put it on my tire. And some fucking clown from across the parking lot starts screaming, hey, hey, there's a line for that, right? And he comes stomping up and he gets about 10 feet from me and goes, oh, uh, hey, man, there's people waiting in line. And I was like, I didn't know there was a line. He's like, wake up, man. And I'm like, hmm. And he just stood there. And then I said, this is what I did. I go, hey. <laughs> I didn't laugh in his face, though. I just got really nasty with him. I said, it's not my fucking job to know what you guys are up to. Right? So I took the arrows and I threw it at the fucking air thing. 
And a lady pulled in in her little automobile next to my, you know, vehicle. And I said, ma'am, I apologize for cutting in line. I didn't know there was a line. And she said, that's okay. But the other guy, you know, he fucking ran back to his car. And I wanted to say this, folks. An air hose, almost got in a fight over an air hose. Like this little 180-pound guy could have ended up trashed and wrapped around a fucking light pole. Right? But I am a very calm person. I'm a peace-loving person. <laughs> hey! Got his fucking attention real fast. Right? It's easy for me to see how that argument in an SHTF scenario, especially a Mad Max one, it could have turned into a deadly situation. Uh, the reason I bring this story up is to one laugh at the asshole who thought he was going to intimidate me. <laughs> for real, folks, he's going to intimidate me. You cut in line for the arrows, and I don't think that's very nice. right? But the deal is, is when people are frustrated, when people are upset, when people are scared, when people all right, are worried about their existence, how stupid are they going to get? Right. Even good people are going to get stupid. Right? This fucking clown had his hat on backwards. He's like a 40, 45 year old dipshit. And it's like, dude, put your fucking hat on straight. Stand up like a fucking man. Right. And, and talk to me like a human. Don't get fucking uh, rancid with me and expect me not to fucking blow back in your face. Right. It's just I'm I'm a calm guy. I'm trying to be a nice guy and get through life. This was the first time I've been treated poorly in the South. And I just thought, why is this guy so upset? Really? Over an air hose? Because I didn't know there was a fucking line at a gas station and I just pulled into a parking spot. Right? He thought he was going to get all tough with me until he realized I fucking towered over the top of him. And I could have like uh, just, just fucking tied him into a fucking knot like a pretzel. That's how I think things are going to go bad when we get Mad Max. People will have guns. They're going to feel like they're badasses. They're going to put themselves in situations that are far, far, far more dangerous than they need to be. And it's going to get deadly. That is why you and I need to have a calm head. Right? That's why we need to be calm. We need to be cool. We need to be collected. We need to see what's going on around us. You know, I don't expect anyone to know that somebody sitting uh, in their car next to a curb at a fucking gas station is lining up and waiting for use of an air hose. Good golly. I don't expect anyone to understand that scenario. But when shit gets nasty, we're going to hear it. We're going to see it. And we need to do our very best to get through any situation with the least amount of risk as possible. It's just that important. Now, <clears throat> don't forget, get your questions in down below. And uh, understand, you know. And, and folks, I got to tell you, this guy fucking charging up at me like a little uh, chihuahua barking. It got my adrenaline going. I was like, hey, it looks like I'm going to have to kick someone's ass today. You know. Kind of pissed me off, you know, just being fucking rude. So I can see, folks, in a real serious situation, not an air hose situation, but a real serious situation, how quickly things can tumble out of control. And still, it would have been pretty fucking funny if this guy had gotten any closer. 
Fucking turn tail. What a pussy. Anyways, they're out there. Now, what if what if it was SHTF? In a way, not not SHTF light, because we are in SHTF light. But what if it was a scenario whereby this was a line for food? And I didn't know there was a line for food. I just figured you just park and you go get some food. What if this guy fucking lost his shit and came at me with a pistol? I would have been like, hey, little man, you just stay calm there. You can have my food, too. And then, you know, what, what happens? I mean, do you pull your pistol and have a fucking Mexican standoff? Do you fucking take cover and, and fucking draw and, and start firing? You know, how do we handle these situations? It's going to be up to you. And that's why you want to be fully prepared, right? All of those things. And you want to have that plan, right? You want to go and have a plan going into these situations, right? You may not have the benefit of being a large male, right? You may be female and you may make a mistake and someone might jump your shit over because they feel tough. You know, got to be planned out. We truly do. You know, we just have to be planned out. Now, <clears throat> there are people who are planning, folks, not to uh, stop SHTF, to avoid it, but they want to create more of it. And they're doing it every way possible. And, and it is still offending the shit out of me that they're doing it in schools. I already covered the volleyball story. The school's like, hey, guess what? We're not going to play your school. We'll just forfeit. Because we are objecting to this transgender sports movement. It's bullshit. Well, in Michigan, at a middle school, folks, there was a mural that was painted. And outrage developed over that by, once again, good, decent, moral American parents. Because it was a, uh, the mural, it was painted for a middle school by a high schooler. And it had a transgender flag in it and a demon face. The demon was, I guess, from a popular cartoon. I'm like, popular cartoon, really? Anyways, <clears throat> the student from Grant High School, Evelyn Gonzalez, painted the mural for Grant Middle School. And she told the local radio station, WZZM, that it was to, quote, make people feel welcome. And I just, when I read that, I stopped, I breathed in, <clears throat> I breathed out, and I said, what about making the normal 99% of the country, normal humans, why don't you make us feel welcome in our world that we live in, that we pay for? It's our world, not you, you bunch of 1% doofuses. Anyways, so then Gonzalez claim that the demon is from a video game. Sorry, not a cartoon, a video game. A video game, and that she wasn't intentionally painting Satan. <laughs> okay. If you know the video game, and you know it well enough to draw the character. Well, I didn't know I was intentionally painting Satan. I just did a perfect likeness of the video game Satan. She says, you get this, folks. This is what... Uh, young Evelyn Gonzalez says, that's not what I'm part of. That's not what I'm trying to put out there. Well, what the fuck are you a part of if you're putting that shit in a mural for kids to look at? What are you putting out there? You're putting out, right, transgenderism. You're putting out immorality. You're putting out 
the enemy of humanity, the enemy of God. Folks, she says all that. And and what? She is so ignorant, so so, so short-sighted, right? It's a lot of S's in there. That she doesn't see exactly what she did, right? She she painted the representation of Satan, the enemy of humanity and God. And she's like, ah, I didn't know, folks. Schools are to blame for this, and parents who don't teach their children anything. I guess they're creating ignorant fools and tools of self-destruction, right? If, if a child goes out there and cuts their genitals off, they're destroying themselves. If a child goes out there. Right and takes uh, puberty blockers. They're damaging their body. They're destroying themselves. It's self-destruction. If you hate your parents and hate yourself because of your skin color or your race or your ethnicity or the country of origin where your parents migrated from, or if you hate right, the legal system that you live in, it's self-destructive right? because to oppose the freedoms and liberties is to guarantee, absolutely guarantee, that you will be made a servant and a slave of a socialist system. So these schools create these ignorant fools, and then these ignorant fools pretend they don't understand what they did. They're well aware, folks. Now, right? I say if you didn't know what you did, then you shouldn't be allowed an opinion and the authority to influence kids with sick artwork. And if you did know, then you're a liar and a dangerous knave. So which is it? Folks, I don't allow idiots to have it both ways. No, I don't. Now, the parents have had enough. Like I said, parents were outraged. This is not my outrage. Well, you've got my, my outrage, yes. But the outrage in the news story right, came from parents. Parents who have had enough of this shit. Now, <clears throat> one of the parents <clears throat> said this. When adults pretend, and this is about the transgender flag, when adults pretend things like that are real life, it's a mental illness, said Danielle Bate. Quote, we need counselors, we need medication that's going to help bipolar disorder fix their brains, right? Right, the parents know better. We all know better, right? So this parent, right, uh, Caitlin Thompson, says this, I feel like she did a really good job of finding excuses to defend the things she put on the mural. None of us are that stupid. America is waking up. The world is waking up and they're saying we've had enough of this shit. We're tired of playing these games. It is over. Game over. Done. Dunsky. Done. I'm loving every minute of it. Watching America wake up. You and me, folks, we're part of the wake-up call. We're like, uh, uh, hello, yes, uh, this is your wake-up call. <clears throat> Shit has hit the fan. Go take a look outside. Take off your blinders, have a good, strong cup of coffee, and take a hard look at the world. Click. Anyways, it's incredible, folks. Now, we're going to get to your questions here. I hope you've got your questions in the hopper. Uh, let me, let me get my, uh, my controller up here. Let's see. <clears throat> there it is. There it is. Kapow. Jolene, where are we at now? This, this was one, I think Uman sent this to me. Uh, <clears throat> protesters in Europe, folks, 
glue themselves to the floor now. They got mad also. They, first, they go into a Porsche dealership in Germany. And then they get mad after they glue themselves to the floor because the company says, uh, we're not going to give you a bowl to urinate in or to take a crap in. Folks, activists are causing SHTF to get worse. It is self-destructive. They have thoroughly SHTF'd us, folks, and they just want more. right? They impede progress. They screw up life. They've jacked up the economy. Now, these protesters that went into the, the car dealership said that cars and automobiles are responsible for the pollution that's changing the planet. That's their opinion, right? The idiot science activists are so smart, though, that they didn't think of having to go and take a leak or take a crap once they glued themselves down, right? Whoops, they glued themselves to the floor, and now they don't, they can't move. They can't go pee. They can't do, what, is someone supposed to hold their little winkies? Morons, folks. Now, one of the activists, his name was uh, Gianluca Grimalda, right? He glued himself to the Autostadt floor and decided to go on a hunger strike at the same time. I'll tell you what, if you got your hands glued to the floor, you ain't eating. You are not going to eat unless you glued yourself face down and someone's kind enough to put a bowl of dog food under your face, right? He said in a Twitter video that 12% of the carbon dioxide emissions come from the car sector. And there's a real link between CO2 and rising global temperatures. Folks, I remember when we were told that the temperatures are rising and that the polar ice caps are going to melt and that the water is going to rise. Plymouth Rock, it's right up that way, Plymouth Rock. You can still see it. The water hasn't risen an inch. Now, they say that uh, decarbonization is important. Folks, you and I are carbon-based life forms. That's right, carbon-based life forms. Uh, But they say decarbonization is important, and it must happen as fast as possible because the net zero gas emissions level for 2050 is too far away to have a meaningful impact. Right? And that sounds so brilliant, folks. But they say this without citing any real evidence of global rising in temperature or climate crisis. What climate crisis? Well, we had a hurricane, John. You missed it? No, no. It almost got me. In fact, I tried stepping in front of it, and the fucking thing went around me. Once again. (laughs) Anyways. Uh... We always have hurricanes. We always have tornadoes. We always have ice storms. You can change the name of them to polar vortex or blizzard bomb or whatever the fuck they're calling things now. But they're still just storms. And they are destructive, yes, but it doesn't mean that we caused it with our automobiles. Anyways, uh, these folks, folks, without citing any real evidence, jump to the conclusion that their religion of greentology needs faster action or else. Folks, they not only use political opinion as science, they have no basis for the timeline they claim is necessary. Uh, But the impact of greentology is already being felt in our world. Yes, greentology, the scientific religion that has no basis in reality, 
folks, but the economy is being systematically destroyed and people are going to starve and they're going to try eating bugs while they do it. They're going to freeze to death while trying to burn horse dung to stay warm. And they're going to suffer personal, cultural, and national destruction. Once again, self-destruction caused by these leftards. Oh, folks, the religion of greentology was created. That's right. It was created by the Illuminati World Economic Forum. The same gang, folks. They call themselves elites. They call themselves the technocracy. They call themselves the smartest people on the planet. Don't forget to send Christmas cards to our precious technocratic billionaire rulers, folks, because without them, we would all have full pantries, low gas prices, low food prices, and a better lifestyle, a better standard of living. We would have better, shall we say, interpersonal relationships with those that we meet on the street because there wouldn't be so much antagonism being thrown out around out there. <sighs> and I'm going to finish up my monologue with this. Uh, I'm going to ask you to take a wild guess, sponsored by the Jim Jones Juice. That's right, folks. A team was singing a solo song in Naperville at the Naperville Choir. He died. He collapsed. A teenager. He was not running a fucking marathon. He wasn't doing a strongman contest. He wasn't playing football in 110 degree weather. He was singing a song in a choir. And he died. Tragedy strikes again and 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 again. And I try and cite them from time to time, right, to make the point. And the fact of the matter is, folks, they're not doing anything to help us. They're doing this to help themselves, these greentologists, these billionaireologists who think that they, folks, should run the world and that we are mere chattel. Let's do this. Let's get to your questions. I want to do the Q&A with you on the Prepared Mind channel. Are you ready? Okay, we are back now. Uh, oh, oh, hang on there. <laughs> you jumped the shark. Uh, for those of you on YouTube who want to ask questions Monday through Friday, you just can't do it. You can only do it if you're a premium member at the preparedmind.club or a premium member at subscribestar.com. We have backup for our backup. But yeah, it's, it's two bucks a month, seven cents a day. Join premium membership. And you can come on daily, Monday through Friday, and ask questions live and get them in here. And we'll talk about it live, what's going on on any given day live. But if you're on YouTube watching, the only time you get to talk with me live is on Sunday Night Live, which is the zoo when we're all together. And we will have a zoo this weekend. Yes, we will. 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time. 
But for now, folks, well, <laughs> it's the thoroughly shit. It's the fanned up Thursday. So now I think we're ready. Uh, Jolene, who wants to step up first? And it's none other than uh, Mikey G. He says, when water freezes, it expands. When it melts, it takes up less volume. So water levels should decline. <laughs> That's pretty interesting, Mikey. Uh, uh, truly, folks, if you saw an iceberg, um, nine parts out of 11 right, of the iceberg are below the water because, yeah, uh, it expands. The molecular structure of water, when it's frozen, uh, it is bigger. So it's more buoyant than regular water, and it floats uh, still. I think he has a good point there. I think all the scientists need to get back and get their slide rules out. In fact, I would trust scientists today if they actually used slide rules, if someone trained them how to use slide rules. If the scientists today went to school where they taught real math, where two plus two equals four, not whatever makes you feel good. And I remember when, yeah, we were told that math is racist. <laughs> right. Right. That's how that works. Okay, Jolene, who do we have up next? It is none other than Doc, Doc Holiday. is the king of capitalization. Where's the all caps, man? I look forward to those all caps, Doc. Anyways, he says, shall not be infringed. Did not say anything about getting a license. According to the U.S. government, you and everyone else is a terrorist. All the communist laws need to go. We need to go back to the original constitutional governance. We have tyranny now because we let communists make all the bullshit laws. Most of us patriotic Americans are considered criminal or mentally ill. So how does that apply? Not really well. We must cut the BS and get back to the foundation of our country, the Constitution of the United States of America. I can't argue with any of that. And folks, that part about us being criminals? Well, in order to be a criminal, there needs to be an injured party. Right? Uh, a criminal is someone who damages someone else's property or violates the rights of someone else. For example, if I were to walk down the street, no, no, if I were to drive down the street and park my car, park my truck, park my bicycle, and then try and fill up with an air hose, and I didn't see the line, if someone walks up and punches me, they have violated my rights, they have assaulted me. Right, that's a crime. Just being someone who wants freedom is not a crime. Unless you're a Democrat, unless you're a socialist, unless you're a communist. And folks, Democrats are socialists, communists, and fascists. They're all of those things. All of those types of people. Very dangerous socialists. They think that if we disagree with them, that yeah, we are criminals. Because in their world, in their way of thinking, all you have to do is offend them Offend the government, which is their God. And that alone constitutes a criminal act. Right? Just like having an opinion. You violated my rights. You triggered me a microaggression and you're wrong. And I have a right to punch you in the head because you assaulted me and attacked me with my thoughts. 
right? This is where we've been going for decades now, the last two decades. The last three decades, folks, 30 years ago, they started this <sighs> politically correct crap and tried using uh, social shaming to make people stop saying words that were true. That's true, folks. They wanted to stop people from saying words that are true. They don't like it. That's just, that's not politically correct. That's not polite. We've gone from that to, well, if you disagree with a transgender drag queen dancing naked in front of children, then you're the bigot and you're the bad person. That's what they think, folks. You're the criminal for disagreeing with them. Anyways, let us move on if we shall. We're going to move on to Latin America preparedness and his comment. He says, uh, recent polls indicate Republicans are likely to control the House and Senate. Republicans have indicated funding to Ukraine will be stopped if they win the election. What is the chance the Democrats win? Well, that's a head scratcher. I can say the odds on favorite are the Republicans in both the House and the Senate. As indicated by the growth in the Make America Great Again, the populist movement that wants freedom and liberty back, and the fact that there is nothing positive about the Democrat Party. They're pro-destroy everything. They're pro-kill the economy. They're pro-kill industry. They're pro-stop farming. They're pro-bugs for food. That's not good. None of that's good. They're pro-higher gas prices. They're pro-less energy. There was a great article came out today about the human rights violations that are being caused by electronic vehicle, electric vehicle production. It's going to be a crazy world, folks. They demand that we have EVs, electric vehicles, to save the world. But if you've ever seen the trouble they cause, they got a problem there. Anyways, I don't want to stick to the question, man. I don't want to avoid the question. The chance the Democrats win, zero. The chance and odds of them cheating to hold a majority are still very slim. And the reason I say that is because there is a huge surge. They're going to cheat. They're going to continue to attempt to cheat in politics. That's what Democrats do. They have done it my entire life. They have done it before I was born. The campaign to get John F. Kennedy elected in 1960 involved a lot of cheating. It's not new. It's never been new. It's always been a part of political life. Now, I do want to have a comment here. Republicans have indicated funding to Ukraine will be stopped. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, leader of the House Republicans, is going to make the reality that, that the Republicans want difficult. Same with Turtle Mitch McConnell. Reason I say that, folks, is we need to remember who is in charge of the Republican Party in the House and the Senate. I'm going to bring up Kevin McCarthy. Republican Rhino from California is the leadership in the Republican Party. Who made him the leader? He certainly doesn't represent the way I think. Right? He says, quote, we're not going to impeach Joe Biden. That's what Kevin McCarthy said. Don't ever forget, folks. Don't ever, ever forget. He is a sellout piece of shit. He is a political weakling and a backstabber, and he's the leader. 
right? He's refused to confront, folks, all of this socialist crap. He's refused to be a leader and take the Republican Party to the Washington, D.C. gulag and demand freedom. Why don't they go and sit down and glue their pants to the sidewalk in front and make a spectacle? If, if, if protesting works, how powerful a protest would it be to have representatives, each representing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of American voters, by sitting their asses down in Washington and say, we want the prisoners released. This is bullshit. That's right. He's not going to impeach Joe Biden. Joe Biden, who has destroyed our energy. Joe Biden, who has funded the Iranians, who are folks just anti-human, right? Anti-human. So bad, so bad. Yet Joe Biden wants to be their buddy, wants to give them money. I mean, I don't understand. I still do not understand Iran. Joe Biden, who handed the Taliban $85 billion worth of equipment, weaponry, and military hardware, our military base. He abandoned our allies. He abandoned American citizens. Abandoned them. No fucking warning. He just abandoned them in Afghanistan. And American servicemen and women died as a consequence of that. The government, the federal government, the U.S. government, the Pentagon, the Department of Defense knew that a bomber was coming and did not stop it did not allow the Marines to defend themselves, and they died. Red-blooded, good Americans died because of Joe Biden. I guess he could use the Hillary defense, right? What difference does it make now? Yeah, that's a great defense. Oh, yeah, folks, don't, don't forget about McCarthy. You need to tell your representative, whoever the hell they are, whether they're a Democrat or a Republican, but hopefully your representative is a Republican. We want new leadership, right? Kevin McCarthy refused, right, to whip votes on Trump's bogus January 6th impeachment. In other words, right, he didn't, he didn't fight it. He didn't fight the bullshit impeachment. And then there's audio that was leaked saying he was going to push Trump to resign. Resign? Why did Trump need to resign? He didn't tell the January 6th protesters to get violent. In fact, I think it was the Washington, D.C. police who got violent. I think it was the FBI who had informants in the crowd pushing for violence. There was some mystery people. They managed to catch every little old lady who protested that day. But they couldn't catch the guy who planted pipe bombs in Washington. They didn't catch and arrest Ray Epps who is caught on camera antagonizing people, pushing for violence. But he's going to push Trump to resign. Thank you, Kevin McCarthy, you pile of shit. Unbelievable, folks. That's my political opinion of him. That's my scientific opinion of him, too. It's my political science opinion of him. <laughs> Unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. These people are unbelievable. All righty, Jolene, who do we have up next? I am fired up, and we have Dennis Chandler in the house. He says, just a statement. If you are not part of the solution, then you are part of the problem. That is a statement that's probably old as time itself. It is axiomatic. 
right? One works for the other, right? It's very true. That's what being a prepper is. That's what being a patriot is. That's what being American is, folks. You're part of the solution. By being an American, by being free, you're part of the solution. You are free to speak. You have a political voice, freedom of speech. And so you're part of the solution for all the problems by using your voice, using your speech, using your communication ability, whether it's email, text, phone call, holding a sign, sending emails to friends, text messages to friends, sharing this internet address with others, right? You're part of the solution. Now, the bad guys, or rather bad girls, you know, the AOCs, right? The Nancy Pelosi's, the Hillary Clinton's, they say there's a limit to free speech. And every time they're confronted, folks, with the truth, with facts, what do they do? They throw a giant fit. They scream and yell. They shout you down. They say things like, what difference does it make now? There's limits to free speech. We need to stop free speech. It's dangerous. It's misinformation. Well, only if you disagree with it, if you're a communist piece of shit. But that's what they say, folks. That's what they say. I mean, these people have lost their shit, right? At the very tip top of the National Institutes of Health, folks, the director there admitted that she was unaware of Boston University's lab that has a new Cervasa bug strain, right? This is the one that has an 80% death rate. Guess what she said? She said that the research was not authorized. Really? Right? I, I just want you to understand, this is their mentality. They want you to shut up. They don't want you to question them on their medical policy or on their military policy or on their domestic policy or their foreign policy. They don't want us to ask questions like, how can the director of the National Institutes of Health not know what research was occurring? How can they not know? Okay, so she didn't authorize creating a horrifically deadly strain of a virus? Well, if she didn't, then who did? Under what authority was that done? And who is responsible for this research? One hand doesn't know what the other does in the Democrat world? We are supposed to accept that and be okay with it? Now, as soon as I read that, she doesn't know. She was unaware. Well, how about at the 26 U.S. government biolabs in Ukraine? What research was being done there? On what? Under whose authority and whose direction and who knew what was going on and who funded it? Seriously, folks, when results for bio work are done, who is the report handed to? Like the scientist is like, hey, man, we got this shit. It's fucking 80% deadly on mice. Who do they hand that into? Who is the boss they hand that to? That goes, hey, nice work. You made this shit really fucking deadly. Good job. I mean, I have some questions. Who says, gee whiz, nice work. Wow, 80% death rate. What in the hell do you think you're doing in that lab? That's illegal. A violation of international law, you morons. Who told you to do that? Someone's got to be their boss. That would be nice to know, you know. Maybe the, the directors uh, at these labs 
maybe check on the labs and, and, and see what they're doing every week. Make sure they don't accidentally start creating bioweapons. You know what I'm saying? Good idea, maybe. That's who these people are, folks. And they just want you to shut up. It's time to fight back, folks. It's time to get loud. It's time to contact your politicians. It's that time. All right, Jolene, who is next? It's that time. It is Eli in the Wolverine State. He says, some rapper brought a stripper in a thong to dance at a school in Michigan. The news had to blur it out. It's going to get crazy. No signs of it slowing down. How fascinating. Why am I not surprised? Was it a female stripper pretending to be a male stripper? Was it a male stripper pretending to be a female? If not, we won't have any of that in our schools. Oh, no, we need gender to confuse gender dysphoria strippers in our school. Unbelievable. It really is, folks. It's completely unbelievable what's going on. All right, Jolene, who do we have next? We've got Kel, uh, Kelby RVA and said, I just got my CCP, uh, concealed carry permit. Advice for a mom with no tactical experience. If SHTF around me in a public place, I might have to take action to protect other people too. Any tips? Uh, tip number one. Make sure you consult all state laws regarding defending yourself and defending others in a life-threatening situation. Make sure you understand the law. And I guess when you get your CCP or a concealed weapons permit or a CCW, there's all different letters for those. When you get those, they should teach you about that stuff and talk to you about it and maybe even test you. Be sure and ask lots of questions when you get your concealed permit and you want to carry because situations might just arise and there's no requirement for you to take action. Like someone may pull out a gun and be robbing a bank or a McDonald's and they just want a little money and they're going to run away and go away, right? Is that a life-threatening situation where you need to defend yourself? It's up to you to decide. I can't tell you what to do, but I should tell you, you know, understand the law. Now, if someone pulls out a gun and starts shooting other people, now you have a clear-cut case of attempted murder by a lunatic, and somebody, by golly, better step up and take action. And we've been hearing for the last year, more and more, because it's getting reported, that as these left-wing lunatics, and they are leftist folks, because they are criminals. Democrats are criminals and they have a criminal mentality. Criminals on the street have a criminal mentality. They don't care about the law, so they'll violate it. Democrats don't care about the law, so they violate it. Uh, right, Hunter Biden? Crickets. Crickets. Cricket, 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 cricket. Right. <clears throat> uh, advice for a mom with no tactical experience. Get some tactical experience. First, get your license, right? Get some training. Go to a shooting range and get training. Become proficient with your weapon. And then watch videos. Start there. Start simple. Start easy. Start cheap. On tactical use of a sidearm, a pistol. How to take cover. To conceal yourself. Okay? If you're going to have to take down a perpetrator, a bad guy... It may be a good idea to stand behind something that 
will deflect bullets. You know, an automobile, uh, something large and thick and heavy, it's a good start. And concealment, not allowing yourself to be easily visible, making yourself as small a target as possible. That's one of the problems I have as a large male is I'm very tall and I'm big, and so I'm a big target. Uh, so, yeah, hiding behind <laughs> things is a little more difficult. So <clears throat> no tactical experience, start getting some. And you don't have to be crazy about it. A lot of people enjoy tactical practice shooting where you go from, say, garbage can to garbage can to garbage can. You practice dropping to a knee, concealing yourself, peeking around, and engaging the target, hitting the target, and then moving to the next obstacle, right? A fence, a light post, a wall, an automobile, right? You don't have to get all crazy and roll around in the dirt like your tackleberry from uh, police squad, uh, police academy, but you do need, uh, you know, to understand some basics there. In a lot of cases, what we're seeing, though, is people who engage lunatics in the public, lunatics that are killing people, is they don't really even have time to do that in some cases. In some cases, they have to act swiftly, decisively from the, the ground that they're standing on. Now, the person, the young man, who took his weapon, unholstered it, and charged at the lunatic who was trying to use a, a black rifle, the left-wing lunatic got a black rifle and was going to kill people at that food court in the shopping mall. So the guy literally closed the distance between himself and the other person, which makes uh, him hitting his target uh, a more realistic uh, attempt. And he took him down with a hell of a good shot. Saved countless lives. And that's really what we look at, folks. Right? The guy that approached me today would have been a big mistake for him to try fighting me, right? If he had pulled a gun on me, that would be a very big mistake also. If he had pulled a knife on me, I would say you never bring a knife to a gunfight, you dumbass. But that's the world we live in, folks. These people out there, they're losing their shit because they're leftists. They're dumbasses. Uh, yes, uh, Uman says, learn the difference between cover and concealment. So a bush may conceal you, but a bush is not cover. Cover is uh, an obstacle or an object that will stop bullets. And so there's some research to be done there to understand what will and won't stop a bullet. Okay, a car door kind of cover, but car doors are now made out of very thin metal and plastic. And so they don't really represent the cover that they used to. You watch those movies from the 70s where they, you know, pull up and the cops kick the door open and they get behind the car door and they're, they're like sighted in. And those were car doors made out of steel, <laughs> thick steel, heavy steel. They didn't care that they got six or seven miles to the gallon for gas because it was a quarter, a gallon. So, yeah, learn uh, learn what is a an object that you can take cover behind. Uh, a telephone pole. Marginal. Right across the hood of a car. Well, now you have a fender, an inner fender, an engine, another fender, and then another fender, possibly the tire, rubbers, etc. Pretty good cover. But concealment is just something that you can hide behind. Like I said, a fence or a wall. Walls are not good cover. They're just not. A layer of plywood and a layer of sheetrock is not good cover. Uh, some places, uh, buildings are 
buildings are block, cinder block, very good cover. The only thing that's going to go through a cinder block wall that is filled with concrete is a 50 caliber. Now, not all cinder blocks are filled with concrete. Being a general contractor, I know these things. So a high-powered rifle bullet may go through, you know, punch a hole through the outer for sure and maybe even the inner. So start learning that stuff if you feel it's necessary. It's a good idea to have some general knowledge, though, in practice. Let us get some more questions in, though. We've got some more. we got Yankee Watchdog. He said, would hiding behind John be cover or concealment? It would be a little bit of both. <laughs> Mikey says, concealment, unless he was wearing body armor, then he would be cover. Um, <clears throat> I'm probably thick enough to stop most bullets. Maybe not a 357, 158 grain. Um, Full metal jacket. That might go through me. 44 Magnum, good chance that would go through me unless it was a, uh, a nasty hollow point. Okay. <laughs> Heidi, 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 Heidi says, I saw on the news station that DeSantis was speaking at a public function in Florida on the condition that it was a gun-free zone. This sounds fishy to me. Thoughts? That news story sounds fishy to me. It's fishy. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that he's, he would have said that. And you can't enforce it in public. If you're allowed to carry guns, you're allowed to carry guns. Now on private property, businesses could say, we don't like you having guns, but they can't stop you if they don't know you're carrying it concealed. I'm not telling you to break the law. I'm not telling you to violate other stores rules. They can, if they knew you had a gun, they could ask you to leave the store and then you have to leave. Otherwise you're trespassing. You know, there's rules like that. And folks, that the thing, the topics I just covered were discussed with me by a sheriff's deputy who was doing a concealed weapons class. He went, he said, he said one time he went into Safeway and Safeway in California is a gun free zone. Now, remember, he is a sheriff's deputy. He's got a badge. He was in his civilian attire and he was carrying concealed. And he said he bent over to get something off of the lower shelf and his, his sidearm slipped out of the concealed holster and clattered across the floor. Clatter, clatter, clatter. I think he was one of those, um, uh, one of those Glock guys, right? The sound of plastic and metal bouncing around, you know, and he <laughs> went over and picked it up and put it back in his holster. And I guess some lady flipped out. Oh my God. Right? The gun, the gun. He's like, it's it's cool, lady. I'm a cop. You just calm down there. I'm a police officer. <laughs> it didn't work. I guess they got mad at him, told him to leave the store. He's like, I'm a cop. Well, you don't look like a cop. <laughs> Funny shit. Anyways, folks, it's that kind of a world. It is thoroughly shitted it up. It's shitted up thoroughly. All right, I'm going to let you go for now. I'm going to be back zero dark 30 tomorrow, and then we'll do the free-for-all Friday. That's right, the Friday free-for-all where we really get in and mix it up and not just talk about what happened on Friday, but you can bring it back. You can bring up what happened all during the week, any topic all during the week, because we get some news one day, and then the next day it could change. Things can be added to it. It's always good to revisit the other crap as well. So that we, under, we understand what's going on. <sighs> what a week. Hey, chance favors the prepared mind is yours. 
Semper Fi, Godspeed, get prepared.